You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. The Tall Blacks have been beaten 107-76 by Canada in their Super Cup basketball friendly in Germany. New Zealand was competitive early but they couldn't contain what was a pretty stacked Canadian team that shot a stunning 57% from the field. A Tall Blacks assistant coach Mike Fitchett is with us. Um, how do you reflect back on the performance Mike? Yeah, disappointing um, performance for us. Obviously the margin of victory um, tells a story but just lacked in a couple of, not necessarily effort. The boys put in a, a good effort, but some of the physicality areas that we pride ourselves on, we didn't quite nail those things like we had against Japan. And a team of the quality of the Canadians, they can make you pay and make you pay quick. So, um, yeah, definitely something to, to sharpen up before our game against what looks like uh, China tomorrow night. Are those the sorts of things, Michael, that are, are easily addressed, easily fixed? Yeah, it actually happened um, our first game against Japan last week, which was our first game on tour. We weren't happy with the standard of our physical presence and, and how we tried to attack the game that way. And then we really turned it around really well in, um, in that second game. So uh, that was a film session and a strong conversation from the coaching staff. And I think we're going to you know, push repeat on those messages again and, and see whether we can't get that done. Mm. Well, these are all games building up towards the World Cup, of course. Uh, so what's your approach to game minutes? Did you uh, Are you trying to get all the guys out there, and did you achieve that in this game? Yeah, we're actually able to suit up all 14 of our guys. Shaley's still dealing with a slight niggle, so he sat out tonight, but we're expecting him to play tomorrow. But, it's yeah, it's a bit of a... It's a tough one because we are still assessing players. We do have still... We've got a squad of 14. We can only take 12 to the World Cup, so we're still working on, you know, exactly who those two guys that miss out will be, so we're giving guys an opportunity to play. But we've only got three games to go before the real stuff starts, so we do need to start really building a combination. So I think for these the next three games, it'll look a little bit more like the rotation we expect to play at the World Cup. It's such an interesting little layer of uh, of extra complication, isn't it, when you've got all those guys there and, and you know you've got to get rid of two of them. Um, you know, there are players, I'm sure, who know that, uh, you know, they're, on, they're in that conversation. Is it a challenging dynamic to deal with as a coaching staff? It is. Um, I, I think it's the nature of the beast and the guys come into the situation understanding that this is how it is, but... Um, I've been in that situation as a player and it's not comfortable. Um, you are on tenderhooks a little bit, but I mean, it's kind of the nature of the business, right? Uh, it's competitive field and we're lucky now we've, we've got 14 really good players. It, it wasn't always the case, so um, there's going to be two really good players miss out. But um, yeah, I think possibly when guys step on the floor, they feel the urgency to perform and you know sometimes that can be really beneficial but sometimes it goes the other way so um, I guess that's part of our assessment too. Just looking at the the score sheet, the box score for this game Mike uh, and I see 20 steals, uh, so 20 steals by by Canada, is that a concern? Huge, huge concern, we had um, 20 turnovers against Japan 21 in the second game, now 26 against Canada um, you know you want to finish a basketball game with 12 if you can so you know we're really really struggling in, with our um, possession game um, against Japan. We could survive the high turnovers because we could out-rebound them. Against Canada, it was a lot, a lot more difficult with bigger, stronger athletes. So, um, we, you know, once we get Shea Ali back, I think he'll help shore us up in that department. But 
we've got some careless stuff going on that we really need to tidy up um, ASAP. All right, so we've talked a bit about uh, the areas that need improvement. Uh, positives, Mike, I know it was a, a heavy defeat, but uh, what positives do you take out? Mate, tough one in a 30-pointer, <laughs> but um, Isaac Fotu took the floor tonight for the first time on tour. He's been dealing with a calf injury and a uh, shaky first half for him, but came right in the second half and really provided some some po- a post-presence for us. Yanni Wetzel was... Um, had a good performance tonight as well, um, doing a good job on the glass and, and his ball screen defence. So those were probably the two guys that stood out for us. Um, yeah, everyone everyone else I think needs to needs to lift their effort, uh, not effort, sorry, their performance output um, for tomorrow night. Do you think the players know? You mentioned before how you've uh, you know you've let them know as a coaching staff. But do you think internally they know these players that they're not up to the mark right now? Absolutely. There was some. Uh, one of the pleasing things was, you know, the, the players were taking ownership of a lot of the issues early in the game. First quarter break, you know, Finn Delaney gave the guys a bit of a spray and, to be fair, gave himself a bit of a spray about where our physicality was at and how it was lacking. So um, half time they, they addressed it again. So um, easy to say the things. But when you come up against a side like Canada, one of the favourites for the tournament, but a team we think we can compete with, um, easy to say, harder to implement. So I guess that's what we've got to go, got to go and way and uh, work on. And just uh, looking ahead to the World Cup, piece of news dropped yesterday that Giannis uh, Antetokounmpo from Greece, uh, the Greek freak, they call him one of the best players in the world, won't be there for Greece. Um, you know, obviously we don't want to revel in uh, in another person's um, misfortune. But, you know, how much of a boost does it give you knowing that when you play Greece, you don't have to come up against one of the top players in the world? It does. He's, you know, he's probably a top three player in the world at the moment. So anytime they have an out like that is, helps, I guess. But it is an interesting one because FIBA basketball is very different to NBA basketball. Um, the Greek team have a bunch of Euro, Euro league players and very high-level European players that is that's kind of how FIBA basketball's played. And then when you add Giannis to that mix, they have to play a slightly different style. So they'll go back to playing their traditional European basketball, which is that, that creates its own issues. So um, regardless of who's on the floor for Greece, that's a powerhouse nation and is going to be an extremely difficult game. So um, overall positive, but, you know, we're not, we're not um, dancing just yet. I bet. I mean, I talked to a couple of the players before you, you jetted out, Mike, and, and they said, look, we, we can't wait. You want to play against the best players in the world. So so might there be also a bit of a degree of disappointment that, you know, you won't get to lock horns with one of the best players on the planet? Yeah, a little bit. And we also, in 2019, we lost to Greece by six or seven points and Giannis was on that team. So I think there were a few guys here that were like, all right, let's, let's have a little payback here. So, but... Um, you know, we are going to get to play some quality players. We played some amazing guys tonight, guys with big reputations. And, um, you know, I competed if it wasn't for the second quarter, which was an absolute debacle, then the other three quarters were, were pretty solid. So Canada, a really good team to play, considering we've got USA and our pool, quite a similar similar group. All right. Hey, thanks, Mike. Appreciate you uh, staying up for us. Mike Fitchett there, assistant coach of the Tall Blacks, off the back of their loss to Canada overnight. All, of course, pointing towards the World Cup in the Philippines next month. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.